Hello, podcast listeners. This is First Marathon, Gregory Rutchick, March 9th, 1.28 p.m. West Hollywood. It's got to be 82 degrees out. I am walking with my wife post-marathon. I feel great. I'm going to give you a recap of what happened and why and... Grateful, yesterday, Sunday, daylight savings time. I have so much trouble with time changes that on Saturday night, before I made my spinach fusilli, the Checo brand, with tofu, mushrooms, uh, turkey meatballs, blah, 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 I set the the clock ahead. So next thing you know, it's quarter of nine. New time, quarter and nine. So, got into bed, visualized being there for weeks, night before the marathon. And if you've been following me, I had had this pain in my toe. Actually, it was be- my, r- my right ball of my foot, kind of to my inseam, instep. So, I used Arnica. I massaged it. Uh, you know, initially thought it was a blister Saturday, but I examined it. Nothing there. Totally new issue. And uh, so interesting. So I taped it. I made a little K-tape slice about two inches, cut some, cut it like almost all the way up in half. And then so I could wrap it around the ball of my foot and then down kind of the arch and went to sleep and uh, worried, you know, what am I doing? This foot is hurting. I could feel it just kind of almost like a little bell ringing inside me. And then I decided, oh yeah, I know you. You're the bell of fear. That's what you are. You're just the bell of fear. So somehow my alarm which was set for 4.50, new time, whooped me, jumped out of bed. My alarm is green eyes, cold play. Had all my gear set up in my other bedroom so I wouldn't disturb my wife with too many trips. Of course, I forgot a few items, so I went back and forth. And had the Uber pre-ordered for a 5.10 pickup. Gave me 20 minutes. Made my oatmeal. Use my machine, my massage machine. I think you've seen that. Maybe it's a hypervolt. And there I was in the Uber. And uh, sure enough, as expected, getting to Dodger Stadium is its own Michigas. But, you know, very, very long Uber ride later. One hour, to be exact, later. At 6.12, there I was. They set an announcement at 6.30, your, uh, the truck, which is taking your gear bag to the finish line, will be closing. So I had about 15 minutes to use my little orange ball to roll out my muscles, uh, take out what I wanted to wear I didn't have on, put in my warm pants and jacket, switch hats, and the next thing you know, it was very crowded. There I was in the parking lot, beautiful moon. 
sun was just beginning to show itself over the horizon to the east. And, uh, you know, 6.55 comes, first set of runners go, and uh, off we go. And, uh, oh, yeah, forgot to tell you. While I was doing my little warm-ups, you know, I do this little warm-up where I stretch my hamstrings. I kind of think of it as, think of it as, got a little interrupted there by a phone call. So I do these little front lunge things to stretch my hamstrings. And lo and behold, I'm like, what is that? My right knee. Wow. It's a little crunchy and painful on the inside of my knee. What it occurred to me then was my toe issue had nothing to do with my knee, my toe. It was running myofacially all the way up my right leg. And I was worried, of course, that it was going to run all the way up to my hip. There was not a whole lot I could do. So I did a pigeon, some pigeons. I did some massaging and... Uh, you know, I figured I'd run it through, uh, run it out, so to speak. It would kind of reset somehow. I had done some jogging in the parking lot to just kind of get my heart rate, you know, kind of normalizing. And sure enough, it started off at 140, which I knew it would. And then it came down, and there I was in the low hundreds, which is what I wanted for the race. So when I started the race, my heart rate was nice and low was my goal. You may remember last year, if you were listening, last year I started, my heart rate was extremely high and it freaked me out. My brother was with me and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take it even slower. So I started very slow. Well, this year I felt a little bit better, <clears throat> a lot better. Heart rate was fine. And I, I started off fine. And, uh, so as I get to mile six, one hour or so into the running, I look at my watch and it says 168. 168. That's a cicada, by the way. So I got freaked out. I'm like, 168? How did that pop up so fast? So I tried to do some belly breathing. And that didn't do anything. Maybe I got it down to 162, went back up to 165, 158. And I decided, made the exact decision to slow my pace way down to where I walked, started to walk. And sure enough, my heart rate totally reset, 120, 114, 98. And then I basically was like, huh. And of course I was hydrating. I had 1,400 liquid calories in my on my back in a bladder, made by platypus with a backpack. I had taken a gel, which is goo, G-U, with a little bit of caffeine in it. And I had not enough water, so I couldn't really figure it out. So there I go, start running. And uh, at about mile 11, it happened again. And I was like, you know what? We're going to dial this down, and we're not going to run any harder than this heart rate. We're going to try to stay under 130. We go to 134, which is the thing I've done before, and it's been very comfortable. It's fine. But we are going to stay under 134, and that's what I did. And I, um, every time I stopped, like I did have pain in my knee. Don't get me wrong. But I, uh, I would literally just, if I stopped to slow to a walking state because of my heart rate, 
my knee hurt more walking. So what I did was I basically just got into my mantra of I'm okay. And as I listened to Tara Brock, my meditation teacher, for literally five hours, I basically just released my shoulders, released my abdomen, and really just stayed where I was. I was very tantalized and curious by what was happening within me right there. And not, in, not allowing any, any other real, you know, when I felt like a fear or anxiety thought or a pain thought, just basically watching them with kind of almost like they were little bugs that flew into my into my midst. I dedicated miles to my wife and to my parents, and my siblings and their families, and to my family on the East Coast, my wife's family on the West Coast, and to my friends, and to you. And I just prayed for loving kindness. I prayed for people would be well strong, they'd be safe and protected, that they would have happiness. And I was very mindful as I dedicated later miles to myself, that this was a gift to myself, the ability to really just see in my body where I held trauma, mini trauma. And trauma is basically any kind of injury at all, emotional, spiritual, physical, and just release whatever I could physically in my shoulders, and my neck, and my back, my abdomen. And uh, I just basically stayed in a zone. Running down the line. I love running down the solid yellow line, San Vicente and Brentwood. Unfortunately, the, the lines in throughout L.A. are filled with potholes. San Vicente and Brentwood is perfect. It's right up along the median. You're running, of course, the wrong way. You never get to run that way on the train. It's running up the right side of the road. But uh, <clears throat> running the line, the nice paint line, just uh, really felt good. And uh, I sprinted. First time I was really able to sprint through the finish line. And uh, my, I stopped running. My poor knee, it showed me it was certainly not happy, especially from behind my knee which means it could be the insertion of my IT band, but I did not feel the IT band up to my hip at all or even along my quad. So, you know, I walked over to Equinox, which is across from the finish line, and luckily their men's room was on the first floor. I rolled a little bit and massaged, took a nice shower, and, uh, you know, had to walk about four blocks to get out of Santa Monica. You know, they wouldn't let me on the train because I didn't have cash or a credit card. I had Apple Pay. They looked at me like I was crazy. Very poor city planning. The thousands, I mean, there were 27,000 runners. It, most runners had some family member meet them. That's, that's 60, 70,000 people. That's little area of Santa Monica. They didn't really have a good urban plan. Ubers were just not able to get in. So I walked out of the city center to 7th in Colorado, got an Uber, made it home. My lovely wife had a nice avocado toast breakfast, so to speak, and an omelet already. And I got into the jacuzzi at home, fell asleep, and weirdly, I started, after I was making dinner, I started to perspire. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm getting sick. 
And fast forward, got into bed. I was perspiring, like moist. And my wife woke me up at three in the morning and she's like, you're totally sweating. I sweat through the comforter on the top and the sheets. She, despite her problems, got up, got us out of bed, pulled the sheets and comforter off, switched everything out, put me on a towel, put a towel on top of me because I was sweating on the top too. And I hear that, that fear bell, the fear bell that rang, that rings, it showed up again. And I remembered, I remembered it. And I just talked to it and I said, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't have to give in to you. My body will do what it has to do. Now, I did take some homeopathic flu ease before I went to sleep at about 3 o'clock because of that perspiration. I took flu, flu ease. It's an oxycillium that you can get at the supermarket, which I really believe in. And I thought maybe that's making me sweat. But bottom line is I woke up feeling great, renewed, really renewed. And uh, my, my leg pain has gone, <laughs> which always blows my mind. Um, you know, I mean, I've walked the stairs today already, you know, in my house. Uh, we have some construction that started bright and early this morning. So upward and onward. Um, you know, I've got goals. I'm not yet announcing them specifically yet, but they're coming up in two months. And I will try to go there and get started at least. And just showing up at the line is really what it's all about. So thank you for listening. I'm at G-A-R-U-T-C-H on Instagram and on Twitter. And I'd love to hear about your goals. And most importantly, this is about your goals. This isn't about what time you finish or how many reps you do. This is about the gift you're giving to yourself. And most importantly, how you learn to shed the fear bell, that ringing fear that's like a boogeyman that will just come into your mind and prevent you from doing almost anything. And how we shed that and just <sighs> relax and let it kind of melt away is how we learn to give ourselves the greatest gift. So have a wonderful rest of your day, and I look forward to hearing from you.